0: Alright, good evening everyone and welcome inside the 360 Sports Show. Coming to you live here on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Thank you for finding us here on a Monday evening. Hope you've all had a wonderful Memorial Day weekend and three-day weekend so far. It was a gorgeous out there today. Uh, I did not enjoy the outside world today because uh, I am in isolation with good old COVID-19. So, uh, Christian, uh, yeah, I'm Aida Uh He is Christian Lauber. Uh, I, I guess it's it's good that we have continued to do this show virtually, one, because it just suits our schedules, uh, but also uh, hassle-free, since uh, I, I I tried to dodge it, but I guess now uh, I have been a plague rat here for five days, so it's uh, I'd, I'd say now, we, maybe we're getting close to you wanting to be around me again, but probably now not for a while.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, look, this is uh, <laughs> this is what's nice about it being virtual, right? We can just do it when we're in isolation.
0: Yeah, yeah. We may and never do not. a live show ever again. <laughs> I mean, <it's, laughs> we've joked a about way. it. We've joked about it. Uh, don't joke too much. I'm going to start coughing. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, if I am not my normal, boisterous self, um, which I'm usually standing for this show. For our live viewers, I'm usually standing. We'll see how the reviews come pes. in.
1: Maybe maybe we need a toned back, you know.
0: A, a toned, a dial, dial Pez back just a little bit. Yeah, I mean, this is gonna sound more like an imp- "Welcome to Fresh Air" here. Actually, this is some very not fresh air. Welcome to unfresh air. Yeah, unfresh uh, at yeah. the Andrew Pizzelli household. Need some for green over there. <laughs> um, something that is fresh, though, fresh in our minds and hearts. Uh, I am wearing the I'm wearing a Kevin Garnett big ticket shirt. Um, the Boston Celtics whew, pull it out. They like in to make it interesting, games. don't they? Versus the Miami Heat. Celtics win the Eastern Conference. They will face the Golden State Warriors in the NBA Finals. Uh, We'll talk about that matchup a little later on here in the show. But let's discuss the Celtics and the Heat here. Kind of put a bow on this series and on Game 7. Celtics, back and forth series. The first four games, it's 2-2. But it's like, who knows what's going to happen Celtics win game four. They win game five. A rock fight that they pull away from on the road. Heat kind of looking listless. Celtics opportunity to close it out at home. And old man Jimmy Butler. He just took the Celtics to the schoolyard. Beat them up. Took their lunch money. Took their ticket to the finals. Said you know what I'll hang on to this. For another game. Uh, and almost did it again. In game seven. But he he honestly I think outdid what LeBron did to the Celtics in 2012 in a game six in Boston, uh, because Butler had no help. <laughs> yeah, uh, not yeah. And goes on, game seven, Celtics take a big lead, and I think this team has overcome so much, but we all have so much PTSD that when Jimmy Butler said, you know what, fine, like Thanos pulls out the gauntlet, I'm going to do it myself. Everyone was worried. And we'll 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 get down we'll analyze that last shot by Butler here in a minute, but unbelievable that the Celtics were able to pull that one out. Uh, I think it's a major mental hurdle for them. I think they've already proven what they can do. They know how good they are, but there's a mental aspect to getting that win last night that I think and get to the getting to the finals.
1: Breaking the barrier there.
0: Breaking that barrier, which is which is huge. Huge for them. Uh, so that's kind of my biggest takeaway is the the winning the mental hurdle. We'll talk about the nuts and bolts of the game itself, but the mental hurdle of getting to the finals massive for the Celtics team.
1: Yeah, huge. I mean, that's the ultimate test for this team. They've been in this spot before. We've seen Tatum, Brown, and Smart and Horford all in this spot uh and they couldn't break through a number of times. Um I want to say the three the three of them and maybe Al at least twice. And then maybe Tatum won less game, uh, one less Game Seven in terms of Eastern Conference Finals appearances. But this is the ultimate test: Can he get through this? And it, uh, look, I think the Celtics are the better team. There's no question about that. But Jimmy Butler is a player that, if he gets going, he's he's a guy that's he's not Kevin Durant, he's not LeBron James, he's not the greatest of all time. But he's a superstar in the league, and he's a guy that just he he he, he just goes out there and gives no no. No Fs, basically. That's how I would put it. He's a guy that's tough. He's gonna fight to the end. And he doesn't he doesn't really care. He's not a guy that's gonna go, I I want to get my 40 and I don't really care about anything else. He wants to win and he's tough. So those intangibles for for Jimmy Butler, if he had any help, they probably are moving on in this series. Uh against uh, kind of all odds because I feel like the Celtics had this series one and Maybe five I was they, gonna say outside of
0: that. like just having some really dreadful quarters in the first four games that made it a two two series, the Celtics should have buttoned this thing up in five um but six at most but as as both Derek White and others uh you know said after game six, well, I guess we gotta do it the hard way wouldn't be us if we didn't do it yeah, the they hard don't way. make
1: they don't make it easy. and even last night three minutes ago, you're up twelve, thirteen. No, it's not going to be that easy. You're not going to walk away from this, and then you know Jimmy Butler obviously had a chance at it, but uh, came up short. But this, it, like you mentioned, the, the mental hurdle here is bigger than anything for these guys. Is is getting above now? Now, if you go get swept by Golden State, it doesn't really matter. But uh, I, I think getting over that mental hurdle of being in the East Finals, LeBron kind of took you out of it in in one year. I himself, basically, and Butler was almost going to do it. To get over that that hump is is massive for this group.
0: Well, that's the thing, too. It's like I feel like for so long, like tw- th- th- think back to 2018. You know, the, the Celtics were going to have to go through LeBron, and they almost did it. And then LeBron leaves, and it's like yeah. LeBron's gone. The conference is yours. It's your time. And what happens? That 2019 season is ugh, trash uh just nothing clicked uh it was just a weird mix of young guys who you know they talked about it they were ready for more and the veterans were ready to just say no this is our team and it just it just wasn't a good mix uh the chemistry like the the chemistry not i think between them as people but just on the court and in, in the fits of everything i think just didn't work um and so that's a wasted season uh and Tatum's talked about, Hey, that was the year golden state was banged up. Like that team had the most talent in the NBA. It, it honestly did like yeah, top, or top yeah. to bottom. Um, you know, the warriors obviously had their big four, but they were banged up by the time they get to the finals. And honestly, their role players that year was garbage because you were paying four guys so much money. Um, so that was a wasted opportunity. Then you come back and you have the bubble year and you know, it has all of its oddities and it's their own injury problems again with Hayward. But then Jimmy Butler kind of steals you your heart in that series. Like the Celtics should have won that series. People thought they would win that series and they kind of got punked. And so then mm-hmm. if you turn around and then obviously last year is, was another debacle type of season with it, no expectations. Yeah. Um. But then if you turn around this year, you have the turnaround you've had and then you get to the East conference finals and it's Jimmy Butler, again, who punks you, like, does that to you in Game 6, and then almost single-handedly does it to you again, and you choke a Game 7, now those mental hurdles just start growing. Like, Jimmy Butler's your daddy, and now you're thinking, like, my God, we thought we just had to get rid of LeBron, and and now we can't get past Jimmy Butler? Jimmy Butler and the Heat? Tyler Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson... That Gabe it was basically, Vincent, we can't get past this this team. Uh,
1: Butler and Adebayo. That's basically all they had last night.
0: Yeah, I know. Um, but it just it would it it would just oh god the the frustration would just mount. Um, and now they've they got past them. Now that last three minutes, like you talked about, that was nerve wracking because you just knew it was coming. You could feel it. You yeah. know, all game the Celtics would, like had a chance to make it a twenty point game. Miami gets it back to nine, right? And then the Celtics pushed it to 13. Now it's back to six. No, it's 12 down to four. Like, it just, they never got the lead. They never got within yeah. more than two. But it just always kept kind of like the Celtics should never. Then it's like they settled things down. And it was the defense, honestly. That's the only thing that made me feel somewhat confident was the way they were defending and getting rebounds. Make shot, they couldn't make shots. They could—they—they they were going. They were swinging for that put-away a shot. Much,
1: a little too much Marcus Smart on the the end game.
0: I'll get into that. But they were they were defending, and then it's like it hits that crunch time. It was like two thirty to go, and it was like you just need one bucket. And it's like all right, Miami makes it eleven. Now it's nine. Now it's six. Struce hits a three. Or no, it's like then it's like then it was five. Struce hits a three, two point game. <laughs> like now it's just getting, it's getting way too close. Now you go from. Hey, just get a shot to hang on to. Like, we need a bucket here or we might lose this game. Yep. That was nerve wracking stuff. And we'll talk about the Jimmy Butler play. I have no problem with him taking that three point shot. I-, I get it. That dude was emptying the tank. I, I don't think the Heat had legs for overtime. I, I think his calculus was I've got Al Horford backpedaling. If I go at the rim against him. Maybe I can get it. Maybe I can name one, but what if he blocks my shot? I could go for the win right here. I'm the guy. I'm the best player on the team. I'm not going to give it up to Strews or Old Depot. Granted, they were wide open. That may have been the smarter basketball play. But I'm going to go for the win right here. I, you know I'm going to do it. I'm going to go for their hearts. I thought it was going in. I, I honestly did. As, oh, soon yeah. as, he, as soon as he pulled that, I was like, oh, God.
1: The way the last two games had gone for him, of course you thought it was going. I well. thought that but, was but going. I thought I, – I'm not going to question whether he should have taken the shot. I think the shot I had no problem with. I do say he probably goes to the the bucket there and gets an easy two. I I, I think the way they defended him all series – But then series, you're probably playing
0: overtime. That's, that's the only thing I think – I well, think he was thinking yeah. win it right now instead of play Foster
1: overtime. RKOs someone out of nowhere and calls a foul. Like yeah, I, uh, I wouldn't put that past him in the end, at the end of the game there. But uh, I think he had an easy two. But man, that would have been an absolute dagger if he hit that yeah. shot.
0: He wanted it. I mean, the honestly, the better kind of play, if you're worried about going into Al Horford, would have been to like get to 18, 15 feet and pull up, uh, take the short, you know, the the mid range. Was going for it all, but he was going for the win. I respect that. Because you know what? That dude knocks that down. He is a hero today in Miami. Because I think the Celtics lose. I mean, there would be time. The end. The last 10 seconds of a basketball game like that could take forever. A lot of things could happen. But yeah, if he hits that shot, that is just emotionally devastating. And I don't know if the Celtics would have been able to recover. Um, and But me saying that is so much PTSD. Can we put to bed yet those things, Christian? Do we think... Can we put the Celtics PTSD in the you know where, or it, are no. it, or are we keeping that until they they finally win a finals?
1: I mean, it's still there, obviously. Like, can they just the the closing thing is 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 could well it could be an issue in the Golden State series, especially because at the end of these games, even game uh, game six, they were within one, I think, one or two. And I feel like Smart got a, a little bit back to old Marcus Smart, and a little bit too much Smart. Jalen Brown and Tatum took one shot each in in that fourth uh, fourth quarter, maybe even the a little bit of the third as well. Uh, so not nearly enough. And I thought last night, get the ball to Jalen Brown. He was going he was going nuts. He could get to the hole. The only thing I worry about with him is turning the ball over. Yeah, but I'm not going to let it go until they. You got to reach the mountaintop. I think they've they've absolutely. Uh, gotten to a point this season where I can't say it's a fail unless you actually just get blown out four games in a row and just get swept off off uh, off the series. But they've definitely gotten that. They, they, they've taken a step here. I think that's pretty clear at this point.
0: Yeah. Um, the Marcus Smart thing, I obviously would have preferred somebody else because Marcus has been struggling shooting since the ankle injury. Wide open shots, wide open threes. He's actually been sh- pretty good this year. Very reliable. Um, I don't like when he just launches, you know, those... Like, some of them he's forced into. I don't like bad shots. I don't like bad shots. But wide-open shots out of a double team? Got to take those. What I want to see... Because Golden State's going to probably do some of this, too. And Miami's Miami's thinking was, we're not going to let Tatum beat us. They want the ball in his hands? No. We're going to double him, trap him, force him to give the ball up. And so, what I want to see is... Jalen making himself more available for Jason, so that he can get the ball out of those double teams instead of Marcus. Because uh, like Marcus gets the ball with five seconds left on the clock out of a double team, it's like, well, I'm not gonna run around with this here. I gotta shoot it. Um, so that's that. The only thing, uh, the the Celtics are gonna start. They're gonna be seeing more of these double teams. Guys have to make themselves available for Tatum, who made some tremendous plays. He scored when he needed to in the second half, and then he had a bunch of assists. He was making plays. He,
1: I mean, he's gotten he's gotten far better than anyone would have thought this season at at picking the right guy to pass to, looking for the open guy. His passing, just in general, has gotten so much better. He's he's well improved in pretty much all areas. We know what he can he we know he can score. He can do just about anything you need him to do on the offensive end, but the passing was an issue. The turnovers were an issue. He's a little bit up and down with the turnovers. But overall, I'll take it because I think he's finding the right guy and and passing out of a double team in the NBA now. High pick and roll, you get doubled. You get two guys sprinting at you, three guys. You got to find the right guy, and he's done that. Uh, yeah. Done that far better than anyone would have expected.
0: Yeah. Um, so uh, to kind of tie up, uh, actually, we'll, we'll, we'll hit the comment section real quick. Uh, Vincenzo yo Twitch chat. Love it. Says, anything is possible. Yes. Uh, and then Colin says, the mental hurdle of getting past the Eastern Conference Finals and a massive turnaround from the season going from barely mediocre at the midway point in the season to being in the NBA Finals. Very impressive story overall. Crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy. I mean, and, 23
1: and, and 24 to uh, finals appearance. Yeah.
0: I'd love to go back and see what our sh- <laughs> I should have gone and found some clips from our shows <laughs> during that stretch. Yeah, they're
1: not good. Yeah. <clears throat> but Jaylen. I, you know what? I, much like Jalen Brown, I felt the energy shifting.
0: Yeah. Uh, Collins says smart could have made a better percentage shots in those moments. Threes were not necessary at that time to maintain that lead. Yeah. I mean, they, oh, geez, they just needed a two.
1: He also missed some bunnies though late.
0: Yeah. I mean, that he
1: normally should make and they the, were open. The,
0: there was also guys getting fouled. That one being called. Uh, And then there was like, explain to me you know what we can save this for we could save this for something else i'm going to make a note of it i'm going to i'm going to make a note of it noted and we'll talk about this at uh, another point um,
1: the the officials were a problem in both 6 and 7 but they weren't a reason you won or lost
0: yes uh also, god
1: did they did they suck
0: both J- of those jalen should have made himself more available to jason too yes which is what i've been saying out of those double teams, next 100%. series, like, Marcus can't be the only guy paying attention and getting open for. And that doesn't mean, like, hey, I'm over here. I'm open with no. on oh, That means run into the ball. That means run and go get the ball. Make yourself available. It's like scramble play in football. Come back to the quarterback. Make yourself available. you got to come to Tatum. Uh, come to Papa.
1: Much like... Come to Jesus Talks, you got to come to Tatum Talks. That's what it is.
0: <laughs> yes, welcome to my Tatum Talk. Uh, so, anyway, uh, to put a bow on this series and to fully uh, gripe and celebrate some moments, uh, let's do a Celtics Heat special, Hot and Not. It's time for Hot. Hot. You want to talk about Hot? Hot. Please stop doing that. Doing what?
1: Continue. Go ahead and not god is he a moron oh my god he doesn't shut up
0: it's so stupid stupid decisions dum dums. the naughtiest knot of the year
1: suck fest suck sauce on the
0: 360 sports show all right christian the good the bad the up the down pluses minuses hot and not start with things that were good that you liked about this series yeah, uh
1: I'm just going to go right off the top of my head which was Al Horford getting uh getting over that hump because I think he played on uh he played on some good teams with the Hawks but never real title contenders and for a guy like that first Dominican uh, Republic I think uh native to get to this point I want to say oh. that he he is the first to get to the finals which is uh pretty incredible and uh just uh just an all-around pro Al Horford is. He's much like a Zedano Chara, a guy like that. He's just an all-around pro. He he leads by example. He's a good guy to have in your locker room, and and I think he's uh, I would credit him with at least some of the the growth and maturity of Robert Williams and and Tatum and Brown and all these guys. They've seen him uh, you know, for a number of years now, and I just think him getting over that pinnacle. It's not done yet. Don't get me wrong, but getting over the uh, the hump of the East Finals into the Finals, good moment for him.
0: Yeah, well, I love the Al Horford story. Um, he was a monster in the fourth quarter. There was some big defensive stuff. Stop- you know, there was a point where the Celtics just had a nine point lead. And it's like, you could have been up 20 now, um, yeah. because they were getting stops and just not being able to convert on the other end, but getting the stops was critical. And there's like time and time again, uh, cause I chose once again to just listen to the game, listen to, uh, grandy and max and, uh, and it would be like, you know, shut up. No good. Horford the rebound. It's like, yeah, oh, my yeah, he God. Was huge. How many times? And then obviously. He also just
1: lost his grandfather and had a tough week for him and his family. And yeah. he come through this moment. I mean, that's, that's a lot of relief for him.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So the Al Horford story, it continues. We're going to keep getting to talk uh, Al's praises. Uh, I want to uh, give flowers to Ime Udoka um, because – there's certainly been times like what there type was t- flower? I don't know.
1: Bouquet, or were you talking like you know a dozen roses? What are we? How are we feeling here?
0: Ooh, a hundred roses.
1: Hundred roses. Okay. Uh, right.
0: No wait, no wait. Eighteen roses.
1: Oh, I see what you did there.
0: Well, the numerologist, someone in the Twitch chat, tell me what the significance of eighteen roses is. Um,
1: please don't do that. <laughs> it's gonna come back in emojis here.
0: <laughs> True. Um. But there was times early in this year when the team was struggling. There was a lot of blame being put on him. Uh, and, and the lock – you could definitely understand that you know, new coach, some new players. How is this going to fit? How is this going to work? And that dude kept it together. Uh, and I think it would know, be really easy. It would be, you know, to – it wouldn't – it's natural to have doubt and self-doubt. Mm-hmm. Um That must have been a very difficult start to a coaching career. Um, And I still don't know necessarily where he stands, X's and O's. You know, like, is Brad Stevens the better X's and O's guy? I don't know. Uh, I think there's plenty of X's and O's coaches that are probably better than him. Steve Kerr may be one of those who he'll face here. But I'll tell you what, Ime has gotten these guys to play, to buy in, to the defense their mentality is so much different i don't think any of the brad stevens teams um you know even the 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 overachievers the avery bradley's jake crowder horford isaiah thomas like 2017 team didn't have the talent to be able to they played the right way they didn't have the talent to overcome the good the, the better teams to get to a finals Get to the conference finals, yeah. And then losing four, losing seven. Obviously, we, we won't know what 2017-18 ever would have been for Brad if that team was healthy because you would have had rookie Jason Tatum and young Jalen Brown kind of all in line. Who knows? Um, But ime has got these guys with this mix now with what the, he was exactly 100% what they needed. And the biggest thing to me, the biggest difference is he's riding his guys He's not mm-hmm. saying, I am I play 10 guys and Peyton's going to get his minutes and let's get Neesmith in here for five. and bump. He played, what, six guys? I mean, that's it. Seven guys, maybe? I think, Seven. Is it w- White and Williams? Yep. And I think Pritchard maybe got like a minute or two at some two. point in this game, two he minutes. He played two minutes last night. And he's going to be huge in the next series. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. But, he's but, going to
1: be the reason they win.
0: No, but he can be on the floor. He's not gonna I get. No, just kidding. He, you know, you're gonna need the offense. Um, these last two series were rock fights. Um, and Pritchard was huge in Game Seven versus Milwaukee, but he's he's determined his playoff rotation. Like he's not just saying, "I want to put Daniel Tyson because I put Daniel Tyson." Brad kind of just like would stick to his like script, whether it was regular season or playoffs. Uh, he, you know, he has his like nine guys that he likes and will play. Um is just kinda of a little bit more of that old schooly. He's just he's riding the big guns. Uh and I just it's subtle, but that's just such a big difference. I just think he's commanded, he has their attention. Sometimes you just mm-hmm. need a different voice. Uh and so I Ime gets so much credit for he has to for what he's done with this team. They're to a point where they haven't been in ten years. He's a big part of that.
1: 100 so. oh, percent he is. I mean, the mentality is is a thing in itself. Um, just quickly, I did confirm he is the first player to represent the Dominican Republic. Yeah, I was taking I, a peek, I was
0: taking a peek at the list. Current players from the uh, from the DR: Chris Duarte and Carl Anthony Towns, along with Horford. Oh,
1: yeah. So her, yeah. So I did confirm that. But yeah, I mean, I- may is uh, he should get a ton of credit. And look, it's about the players. It's about Jalen and Jason. I mean, those two are gonna uh, take you as far as you can go. And I think they were pretty good last night. Smart obviously chipped in. When those three each score 20 points, I, I, I have no stat to back this up, but I guarantee you they win most of their games when that happens because the three of them together uh, scored uh, 75 points for the Celtics last night. I mean, it's just more yeah, about that. So, trying
0: to find – there's that picture of the three of them from last night. Marcus tweeted out, you know, some said a split. We said a family, four more to go. Yeah, And then somebody else had retweeted it. I can't find it. That they're the first trio in a conference finals to average. There's like points, rebounds, whatever, or or maybe win. There was something where they were the first trio to ever do. And in this era of, oh, big threes and all these alliances, like, they did something for the first time. That's kind of crazy to to think about. Yeah. Um, So, anywho. Let's uh. What are our knots from this series, Christian? Uh, I will let you start here with the knots from the Celtics Heat series.
1: Uh, yeah. My first is uh, I just think the refs are insufferable in some of these games. I, I think they get too, and I, it's not just it's not just Celtics games or whatever. It's it's uh, games around the NBA. They get too whistle happy and too much. If you're gonna call it one way, call it another, call it even, or here's an idea. Let the guys play on the floor instead of blowing the whistle every two seconds. It takes so much away from the game and the product. It's just – it. call the obvious ones. Let the other – like how many times has defensive three seconds been called in the playoffs this season? Negative six? And last night they get one at a random time when you, you – like what are we doing? Just – please just swallow the whistles, which we'll carry into the other side of this and you're not, which is the flopping from every
0: team in this league is just – in combination with the... It's them so buying it. It's not the flopping. Over. The flopping is bad, right? But then it's yeah. compounded by refs falling for it.
1: Yeah, but... Okay, but it, it goes the other way as well. These guys flopping around, and then the refs feel like they have to make a call, or they don't know what to call because these guys are flopping everywhere. Yeah. So, the 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 constant guys on the ground falling... Out, like it, I feel like I'm watching a soccer match at the time. And <laughs> I like soccer most of the time uh but it's just it takes away from the product when you got guys falling especially guys like Lowry and Smart those two are I mean everybody was complaining about those two last night I I think they are different though they're different they're different and I think uh one guy is worse than the other and maybe that's me being biased but Kyle Lowry flopping around every single time and not only that he gets more calls than anybody on the floor. It's just, it's, it's mind boggling to me.
0: Yeah. I mean, the thing about the officiating too, is it's like the inconsistent. all anyone ever wants is consistency. And we'll see like somebody's fingernail grazes somebody. And then like there, or a guy is going up to shoot and his, he gets fouled and his, he's like, his elbow catches the guy in the head. And it's like, Okay, well, we have a defensive foul, but then we have a technical foul for contact. It's like he got fouled. What is he supposed to do? He has no control yeah. of his body because that dude just hit him. We overanalyze all this stuff, blah blah blah. But then there's like obvious times where like a guy like might actually hit a guy in the head and not gonna look at it.
1: Yeah, him. you want an example? The the call last night where Derek White got elbowed in the head and he had to come out of the game. They weren't even going to look at that. Yeah. Not, number looked- one they did, well they didn't look at it, but I'm saying they weren't even going to call it. Two guy, two refs yeah. were looking right at it, weren't going to call it until the third guy came in and called it. So yeah. it's like there's obvious ones like that, clearly a foul that don't get called and and they don't want to call it, but then there's other ones down the other end where like, you know, someone gets too close to Kyle Lowry and he goes into the third row and it's like well done. And so- even Van Gundy too like Oh, he does a great job selling the contact. Well, yeah, I mean, he—he's he, like, I feel like he's going up against like the Big Show in a WWE ring every time he gets thrown around. It's just ridiculous.
0: Yeah, it's 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 annoying. I mean, that so that's that's my not. My knot. Well, there's two. First, first is block charge. I don't know anymore. Something's called a block. Hey, right, that's a block. Team challenges, and then it gets overturned. And yeah. it's like, it's still a block. Watch the video. It's like, well, nope. If you stop it here, he's in legal guarding position. Yeah, you paused the video. Yes, he's he is standing still because you paused the video. Just because he got there in time doesn't mean it's not a block. If I jump in front of you as you're going to the rim, I have blocked your path. Yeah. That is I'm literally not, I, the definition. Yeah. You have to have already been there. Or, like, you have to have been feet set for a a second for a whole beat.
1: Clearly not.
0: I guess not. But then it goes the other way. A guy steps in, they call charge, then they want to review it, and it's like, oh, well, he was kind of sliding. I don't see any consistency with how they review or overturn or decide block charge anymore. I mean, there was one Grant Williams came in. I think it was Oladipo tried to step in to take the charge. Grant Williams tries to, like, step around him. He goes up. They call offensive foul. Yeah. It's like, what do you... the guy was late, and he tried to go all around him. What do you want? Uh, what, what are you supposed to do? And then how are you supposed to play defense? I don't know. The, the officiating makes it impossible.
1: Also, there's different calls from one night to the next. There's... But
0: it is all part of what you're saying, Christian, is because there's guys like Kyle Lowry who it's just – it's just insufferable. Marcus Smart flops, yes, but that dude also stands up and takes it in the chest on defense. He takes legit charges, he takes on legit assignments, that dude is not afraid of battling with centers, power forwards, you name it. Marcus Smart is tough. He does throw himself around at times to get calls. I get it. It, It's part of who he is. He's an agitator as well. But Kyle Lowry takes it to another level when he just like runs into the lane, throws himself, buddy, and gets a call. It's like a dude is just standing there with his hands straight up and down, not even moving. Legal guarding position for five seconds, and Kyle Lowry just dribbles in and "Ah!" throws himself. Like and it's there's ones where like he like just like gets little a little bump with like a hip, and he's throwing. I'm worried for the guy hurting his neck, the whiplash.
1: You're getting some serious feedback when you do that too. It sounds like you're going into a wind
0: tunnel. The
1: the the, if, it... oh, I couldn't hear anything you just said.
0: Mike, there we go. Better, better now.
1: Yeah, there you go. I'll tell you what though, when you were th- you know kind of acting out what was happening, you, you know, it it looked real because it sounded like you were in a tornado. <laughs>
0: <coughs> I'll have to go back and listen to that. But to my point. The guy just like throws himself all and gets the calls. Yeah, insufferable. That's the worst part. And the other thing too, another not NBA, a twenty-five thousand dollar fine for the other team standing on the floor.
1: Yeah, it's got to stop. Guess
0: what? Markeith Morris did not play a single minute, but he was on the court for the entire game, (laughs) both games. Pretty much. Like, come on, get the. It's a health. It's a safety thing. Get those guys back. They can stand on their bench and yell and scream. That's just part of the game. I'm not bothered by guys. The, the Kyle Lowry run where he's kind of like, oh, like one, are you a baby? Like That was childish. It should not affect you as a player because you you got the crowd and there's just so much going on.
1: He's just so annoying too in general just watching him play. But
0: that's it. The, those other ones in the corner, there was the Marcus Smart and 1-3 from game four, I think. Uh he actually hit Marquise Morris on the way down, like yeah. as he was getting knocked sideways. Somebody's gonna get hurt, so don't just fine these guys twenty-five thousand dollars. Fine the find the team a hundred k and find each player who's in violation twenty-five k, and then in the game officials call a technical.
1: Yeah, that's what I would say.
0: Bench technical, done easy, guys.
1: Get the F back. Even if you want to do, like, a delay in game warning, something like that. You want to give them one warning, they step over that line when, in the field of play when it's going on. Court of play, whatever. Uh, that's a technical. It's. I think it's got to be in game because 25,000, nobody nobody cares about that. Oh, They're just going to do it again.
0: Uh, our friend Matt Murphy, resident NBA uh, cap analyst, he said to me, he was like, Pat Riley takes a bath in more than that on a daily basis. Yeah. So um, he's not going to care about that. So just... Ludicrous. Um. So that was that was yeah.
1: That Kyle was Rower- I respect show. Kyle Rower- Lowry, right? Kyle Lowry, can- <laughs> Uh, he's a champion. He won. I mean, Kawhi is obviously one of the great players in the league, but he still won a champion. He 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 does make clutch baskets. He's a really really good player, but I I cannot stand watching him play basketball. I really cannot.
0: Exactly. He does not need that other element of his game, dude. You're a great player. You yeah, are
1: stop it with the You are stuff.
0: tough. Why are you why with the antics? And and every every single time it's every single time he gets a foul call, they like, Oh, let's go and review it. You know, it looked like a lot of contact, and it's like he just like brushes into a guy and is flaying his head and they go, Oh, sold that one. It's like every single time. Come on.
1: It's a tough watch. It really is. I it takes something away from the game. I just every time up and down the floor.
0: And you know what? You know what I'm grateful to say, though? I'm going to put Kyle Lowry somewhere right now, and we don't have to worry about him until next year. <laughs> to the ball locker, Kyle Lowry.
1: The flopping is done. Yeah, if I had to watch four, I probably wouldn't watch. I don't know. I, I don't know I if, don't I, could know if I could have, it.
0: have stomached it. Um, but anyway, uh, let's, let's preview this finals matchup here. Uh, and maybe in reference to the person who we just put in the ball locker... Um, who will we hate by the end of this series? I think that's pretty
1: obvious, don't we know?
0: I'm just I'm asking I'm asking uh, the question. Say, uh, I don't know if there's a, is there anybody as hateable as Kyle Lowry? Um, no, I don't. No. I don't think so. But who will we hate by the end of this series? This
1: is much like everybody hates Marcus Smart. It's going to be Draymond Green. It's pretty clear. Yeah. It's going to be the same type of thing. He does the same exact thing. But he those two are around. much more he...
0: similar players, though. Smart yeah. and Draymond are much more similar because they're also yeah, because both dogs.
1: Draymond will start complaining and bitching and moaning, and then I'll hit a three and have a big pat, big assist or something, and you'll just absolutely can't. You can't, you will not be able to stand him. I guarantee it.
0: Yeah, I agree with Draymond. I mean, him and him and Marcus are just fighters, right? And, and so... also Jordan
1: Poole because he's going to hit every shot. Just wait for it.
0: Well, I was going to say some people have said to me Steph Curry, but I think that's more like the wow. way you hated Kobe. Like you hate yeah. him cuz he's so good. He's so good, yeah. You don't hate him cuz like like the same way you hate these guys. Like he's not Kyrie, he's not Grayson Allen, he's not Kyle Lowry. Like there's I don't think there's anybody like that in this series. Draymond's close. But I can still respect Draymond's game unless he starts kicking guys in the nuts. <laughs> Rob Williams, yeah. watch out. Because yeah, be you've careful. already lost so many of future children uh, yeah. in, in this playoffs.
1: The honest issue, Jeez, I mean, that's a tough one.
0: Yeah. Oh, goodness grief. You can uh, take that one,
1: though. You're pretty much set for the rest of the league because th- th- that might be the biggest foot in the league.
0: <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> anyway, uh, so, yeah, that's those are, t- those side are topic. Some, <laughs> the side topic. Those are some ones uh, you think you can hate. Kind of on the flip side of the coin. Are the Warriors likable again? Like, they're past having Durant and kind of this bandwagon team. They got to the mountaintop. They crashed. That original homemade core has built it back now. Are they a likable team again? Or if they win a title, are people going to say, Ugh, please, again?
1: Probably that uh, Look, I think if anybody wins or in in this spot as much as they are now in the last eight years, uh, people are going to hate them because they're winning. It's like the Spurs of old, or it's like the Patriots, or it's like one of these teams that gets to that pinnacle so many times. Even if they don't win it, there's going to be so many people rooting for them to lose. Uh, They are definitely more likable. I think there's no question about that. I mean, I I think they're an entertaining bunch. Uh, It's a little annoying that they got Durant, won a title, then they were able to tank get a uh, yeah i know but with the with they they were able to win one without them weren't they yeah, uh, yeah their first one so then durant comes in and obviously we all know what happens next it's like what are we doing why even play the season and then it is kind of annoying the, the annoying part about this team now is they got somehow were able to tank uh for one year get a top pick Trade for Andrew Wiggins, revamp his career. Jordan Poole now is a great player. So they have that. And then Thompson comes back and he's just lighting it up. So that's the only annoying part. But they're so much more likable when they have Curry, Thompson, those two Splash Brothers, no Kevin Durant. They don't need LeBron James. They don't need Giannis. Like, let's not get too carried away. Like that that would be just ridiculous. Uh for them to have this group back. I think is much more of a of a good story than it would be if Kevin Durant was one game away from beating them and then joins them. Yeah, here comes he, this parachute. Woo.
0: Yeah, I I think the downtime helps too. I think if they had like lost that Finals in 2019, and then like we're back the following year in the bubble and like made it, but like if 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 Thompson got hurt, but they still were finding ways like. I, I think the fact that they hadn't made the finals and didn't make the playoffs and then made the play in and then, like I think all of that helped make them more likable again. Uh it kinda gave them coming into this year a little bit of that, especially with Klay coming back, that's just, just a great story for him. I mean, they're a great
1: team, but they weren't they, it's not like they won you know, seventy two games. They weren't some juggernaut. So. Exactly.
0: So that's the thing. I I think the fact that they were the three seed, you know, they had a hot start and then kind of I mean, cooled they're... off
1: They've been really good in the playoffs. Really
0: good in the playoffs. Um, I I certainly think they are a more likable bunch now. Um, This is something that you're always going to do when you're thinking about the series. I said, you know, I didn't think Tatum was going to be the best player on the floor in the first series. He was. He was better than Kevin Durant. He was not better than Giannis in the Milwaukee series. But more Celtics were better than Bucks in that series. Uh, Tatum... Was uh, him and Jimmy Butler? I think neck and neck as far as who was the best player in this series. Yeah,
1: I would lean um, Butler, but Butler had a couple of duds there—pretty bad duds,
0: couple of stinkers. Um, which which could is a little bit injury related too. But yeah, uh, no excuses. That dude doesn't want excuses, and I'm not going to make them for him. Uh so he was got the MVP, best player of this series, according to the experts. Let's draft this series going into it. Who's the number one player in this in this series?
1: Probably Steph. It's probably I, one and one A, probably Steph Tatum.
0: Okay, I agree. I think it's Steph first, because the dude is a force. He's won it. Uh, and he's won it. Uh, and then and then I go Tatum.
1: It's close, though, I'll tell you. It's much closer than anyone would have said before the season started.
0: And here's the thing, too. This is where I think Tatum. I think Tatum's going to have a huge finals. This is from a matchup standpoint. He does not have to worry about a Giannis. He doesn't have to worry about Jimmy Butler anymore. There's nobody on the Warriors who is like that.
1: Or Kevin Durant.
0: <laughs> or Kevin Durant. Um. That there's 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 they're just a different style team. But there's there's nobody there's no this there's not this assertive guy who's trying to just overpower them physically. Um, and and defensively Tatum's not going to have to pick up a guy like that so I think the, the floor is going to be open more for Tatum to guard people um, and utilize his size and then offensively I think the floors I mean maybe him and Wiggins matched up uh, which that'll be an interesting uh, matchup to watch about because he's kind of the X factor for for the Warriors um, so I think Tatum could have a master series so it's Steph Tatum who's number three
1: Um I lean Clay Thompson.
0: I do as well.
1: And then Jalen Brown.
0: Yep. So we're in agreement that in that top four. Where do you go after this? Cause these are easy. Steph and Tatum kind of neck and neck. Clay Thompson, for the same reasons I put Steph above Tom uh Tatum, Clay's been there, done that. He is healthy right now. Then Jalen Brown. That is an amazing top four. Sure. who's next because this is where this this is where this series is really going to be won or lost I, we expect the stars to play well if stars don't play well on either side that team doesn't have a chance to win the stars are going to have to play well so this is really where the difference is who's next uh,
1: next i would go probably smart draymond for a tie some sort of tie i don't know you could you could swap those two i think i think they do some of the same things for each side to be honest with you I guess I lean Draymond just because he's wanted, but I, I think those two are interchangeable.
0: Uh, I'm gonna go Smart, Horford, Draymond. I, mm, I, I, I
1: don't I, know about that.
0: I'm 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 believing in. I mean, again, same same deal. There's no Bam Adebayo. There's no Giannis. There, Horford is gonna have in Time Lord. These guys, Kavon Looney is not Bam bio. <laughs> like, the... I mean, if
1: Rob was healthy, Rob is up here in the top 10, but I
0: just, yeah. Um, um the, 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 the bigs for the Celtics and I'll even throw Daniel Tyson there. They need to have a big series. They should. The Celtics are the m- much bigger team uh, on paper. Now, so I don't, and we'll see as the games play out, what kind of game they want to play. Do they want to play? Uh, We're big, you're small and shooting, but we can get all the rebounds and you can't stop us inside. And, we're gonna set screen, brutal screens, and get Tatum and Brown and Smart wide open shots night in and night out. I don't know. Um, you know, are we gonna get switches? And I don't care if it's Daniel Tice. He's got Jordan Pool on him inside. Like, yeah. you know, we, we'll see. Um, right now, I'm leaning with with Horford, uh, just because if I'm thinking, if I'm I'm definitely go Smart. And I look at that next spot. Draymond is not a shooter. He's a great facilitator to score. I'm gonna take Horford right now. Uh, if you're asking me for like a whole season, no. In this series, in the finals, Horford finally here. That dude's just ready to go nuts to win a championship. Uh, it would not surprise me, yeah. So I'm picking Horford before Draymond. So we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Let's get three more. Who's after that?
1: After that, um, I'd probably go Rob Williams. Jordan Poole, Andrew Wiggins. Uh, Andrew Wiggins, Jordan Poole.
0: So I go Poole, Wiggins, then Rob. Um, Rob would be higher if he weren't hurt, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, he's
1: below those guys if he's hurt. But, like, if he can be what he was in the, I don't know, call it this series earlier. Like, last night he wasn't great. He only played 14 minutes. But... If he can give you 20 minutes, I, I like I like uh, I like Rob a lot. Yeah, especially for this team, I think he's he's fantastic.
0: So we basically have starting fives.
1: Yeah,
0: right. Uh, essentially, um, and it's pretty even. Now after this, I don't know. Like now we're getting into Grant Williams or Otto Porter. Like, it sounds nuts, but those are the matchups that are really going to determine this series. If our if, if these top 10 guys just play to their potential, who, you know, obviously if Tatum drops, like, 50 in every game, or if Steph Curry just hits, like, 10 threes a game, like, that's going to win you the finals. Um, but if those guys just play to their averages, who's going to be the guy? Is it, is it going to be Grant Williams, has a lights-out series? Shoots like 70% from three in the series. Does Peyton Pritchard have impactful minutes? Does he? It, a Daniel Tice? Is it Andrew Wiggins? Does he surpass you know kind of his current production? Or an Otto Porter... Like there could be a game. Otto Porter drops 20 points in a game. If that happens, the Warriors are going to win that game. So these guys, these like the the guy, guy six through 11 on the roster in this series. I think they're all pretty solid.
1: We'll just draft the bench. I mean, beyond the starting five, it looks like it's Belitza, Otto Porter if he's if he's healthy, which he was not. He did not play in the end of the the Maverick series. But it's Belitza, uh, Pool and Moody pretty much for the Warriors. And then you're looking at Derek White, Grant Williams, and Peyton Pritchard.
0: It's so close.
1: I, I mean, Pool is probably number one there. And then where do you go? I mean, I think it's pretty even.
0: Yeah. It's very even, which is it's is insane. Um, that that's what I love about this matchup. Uh, and it's the the Warriors are a good defensive team, rating wise and the numbers, but I think the Celtics are just at another level with their defense, um, right now. And I think the size, if Rob Williams can just give them like 15 minutes a night, that's going to be huge. Go out there and max out for 15 minutes. That's it. They just need those minutes from him. Uh, Because just in those minutes, what he can do to impact the game, because he can give them offense and defense, is going to be massive. Um, So, uh, what else? Are there any other matchups, things about this series that you find interesting, intriguing, Christian, before we get into making some predictions?
1: Uh no, I think we kind of mentioned it. I mean, it's very close. Uh, both these teams are top ten defensively, and then on offense, both these teams can shoot the lights out one night. Uh, one any given night, really. I mean, Thompson hit eight of sixteen in Game Six against the Mavs. I mean, either one of these teams. Uh, I, I think they're going to be more close than like the one of those Heat games early on, one through four, because. The Warriors are not gonna miss 43 three pointers. They're just not gonna do uh, so, no um, shot. This series is intriguing because both are good defensively, both can shoot. And uh I think it'll be close, but it's gonna be uh, once again, I mean, like the NBA goes, it's gonna be about Jason, Jalen, Steph, Clay, and then the other guys are gonna have to contribute. I mean, if if the Warriors get going off their bench with a guy like Jordan Poole, look out because uh he can score in bunches, he can go off for twenty eight off the bench.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I like that this series is starting on the road again for the Celtics because they have been the best road team in the NBA. Yeah, it's um, impressive. They've been good. What they've done on the road in the playoffs is honestly unprecedented because home court means so much in this league. Usually. <laughs> Usually.
1: I mean, and they haven't f- been great at home either. Let's not uh, let's not give them a pass. I know. That's on. what
0: I'm saying. They they haven't been their best at home, and they've been unreal on the road, uh, in especially these last two series, uh, in needing it like desperation mode, facing elimination on the road, winning a game six in Milwaukee, winning a game seven in Miami, yeah. impressive stuff. So I like that first finals, blah blah blah, all that stuff, starting in San Francisco. Immediately any success like. You're the you are the underdog. Uh the pressure's gonna be all on Golden State to start the series and start and start it out there and then bring it on home. Because you know what again, same thing I said about the Miami series. Just go steal one in Miami and come back and take care of business at home.
1: And then let them steal one from you to make it more difficult.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh that didn't end up playing out the way anybody thought. Um but The same logic, I think, still holds true. Let this team who's been road warriors, it's where they're comfortable, start this series on the road. see what you did there.
1: Road warriors, eh? Yes. yes. So we got the warriors at home, and then we got the road warriors.
0: Yes. And hopefully the warriors on the road are not road warriors.
1: Hopefully they're just Golden State. (laughs) Just leave them at that.
0: So... Uh, with all that being said, obviously I think what what's the they released the schedule first game one is Thursday, game two is Sunday, game two is Sunday. So uh, when we speak to you next, we'll uh, we'll be shifting back to Boston as they say. So we'll be two games in uh, and we'll get a sense, a real sense of what this finals matchup uh, looks like and how some of these matchups are playing out. So right now, give me your prediction, Christian. who wins this series? And why? And in how many uh,
1: games? I have a I have trouble picking this one. I just think the Celtics have had a tougher road. They're beat up a little bit. So, um, and I've seen the Warriors do it. So I'm going to pick the Warriors. Uh, it's hard. If it's tough to say. I think it's going to be close, six or seven. Uh, but I like the is it Warriors. Six or seven? Because uh, six or seven? Yeah, that's that's what I no, said. Is yeah. it six or is it seven? Yeah, it's six or seven. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I I like the Warriors in six or seven, but uh, that's not to say the Celtics can't win it because I think they can. But I just, if Rob was healthy, I think that's a game changer. Um, Smart, I worry about his ankle as well. Is he going to miss some time? So uh, I think the Warriors are healthier. uh, Otto Porter being the one um, kind of gray spot there for the Warriors, gray area. But uh, overall, the Celtics had a real tough road to get here. They kind of take. I think these three days off are going to be huge, but uh, yeah, I lean Warriors.
0: That's a six or seven jersey.
1: There you go. <laughs> That's where I'm at. <laughs> ask me next. Ask, ask me next week, and I'll have a better answer for you. <laughs>
0: six or seven.
1: Whether it's going to be, uh, if they get blown out two games in a row, it'll be six. If they don't, maybe it'll be seven.
0: <laughs> oh man, my apologies. Um I am picking the Celtics in 7. Here's why. I I what this team has done so far is just mind-blowing already. The crucible of a playoff run that they are on. The path that everybody said you didn't want to have to take. Play Brooklyn. Sweep. Oh, you're going to play Milwaukee in the second round. To care them in seven. Faced elimination. On the road. No big deal. Then win game seven. After falling behind early. At home. Perfect opportunity to choke it away. And honestly, could have been an end point that would have been valiant. Hey, game seven at home and the defending champs. Giannis, best player in the world. Nope. They take care of business. Eastern Conference Finals. Top seed. Miami. They've been one of the best team in the conference. Basically, all year long. And, you know, record-wise. Um, tough team, deep team, three-point shooting team, and granted, I think after watching it, the Celtics are the better team, like legitimately so. Could have won it earlier, not for some of their own errors, but had to overcome a lot of adversity and an incredibly, incredibly gifted and tough, talented player. And like people
1: want to know who you're picking here. You're leaving. So us I'm like... saying
0: this run is historic, and you know what? The way to cap it off beating the Warriors in their building in a Game 7 to complete one of the most. Everybody talks about these runs for teams recently being so easy. Oh, the Warriors were loaded. Who did they have to play to get there? This is not that. Celtics win this puppy? Oh, my God. Talk about nobody being able to put asterisks anywhere.
1: What was that one more time?
0: Asterisks?
1: Okay. Uh, It was close, but yeah.
0: But you know what I'm saying? Like, there's, there's
1: no idea what you're saying. There's no, ar- the, the
0: there's no arguing with this playoff run if they finish 100%. it off. Yeah, it's, it, it's unreal. What done it's now. one of the best in the in I don't know. I'm trying to think in recent memory a run that was as difficult. The Celtics in 08 made it difficult on themselves by having to go yeah. seven against the Atlanta Hawks, but the Atlanta Hawks were not a challenge.
1: Were, the, were those games ever in doubt though? That's the thing. That's you know? yeah,
0: exactly. This, this I I'm. Maybe somebody in the in the, the the next week two weeks can can come up with a, a playoff run that's better, um, you know that was more challenging. In recent memory, I'm sure in the '60s, '70s, '80s there were.
1: I mean, um, I'm just more impressed with the '90s. Road games. On, I can't. Uh, uh, I'm just more impressed with the road road games. Tatum goes into Milwaukee, score puts up 40 plus. Game five, they they have to go back there and game. They they're in perfect position in both these series to win at home. Couldn't do it. They have to go on the road, Game Seven, win in the, each of these two teams' buildings, top three in the conference, and they beat them both. Yeah. That's not really that common in the
0: NBA. Exactly, and I just, I just have a feeling. I'm, I'm finally feeling. I mean, I always feel good, except for right now, my chest is a little. <laughs> um, but I, I, I'm normally positive, but I feel really good about the Celtics' chances in this game, this series. Now it's gonna go seven. But I just think the size, the defense, and just some of the the things going like I think Tatum Brown, Smart, these guys are just ready to take that to take the crown. It's there for them, uh, and I think a guy like Al Horford just deserves it so much, and is gonna ball out. And he, I think he should have the ability to feast in this series. Um, pick and roll gonna be a little, way more open now for him to 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 hit some of these you know open shots. So um, hey. We're going to be two games in when we come on the air next, a lot could change we could say. Well, that whole playbook's out the window. Um, but you're right
1: going to ne- be down 2-0, uh, tied 1-1 or up 2-0. So there you go. We have three I will scenarios.
0: say uh, the likely scenario of the Celtics being up 2-0, I do not see. <laughs> that no, would there's
1: be about, there's about a 10% chance that happens, but uh even it's that, maybe You don't yeah. want to say
0: there's a 1 in 8 chance.
1: I'm not going there. I'm not going 1 out of 8 ever again.
0: Oh, man. So, yeah, Celtics in 7. I just I, – I feel it. I think it would be fitting because, because th- like you said, why they wouldn't be up 2 nothing? they don't do anything easy. So this series will not be easy for them either.
1: If they'll probably, these teams they'll probably be up
0: 3-2, lose game six, and have to go back probably. to San Francisco. I
1: mean, it would not – yeah, that would be like a fitting end. But I, I if you put these two teams fully healthy, fully loaded in an NBA 2K simulation, it's probably – uh it it'll flip who wins the series every time, yeah, I think it's that close, yeah, I just worry about the Celtic Celtics health, I really do because I think smart uh you saw a little bit of wear and tear there in this miami series wear and tear. he was
0: his ankle was sideways,
1: <laughs> I know, but he but even so he was still on the floor, but he wasn't the not even though he got scored twenty four points or something it wasn't the same mark as smart uh so I worry about him, and Rob Williams is a big one to me, I think. Man, he's so maybe less in this series with Looney being a little bit, you know, less so than like a guy like Bam. But Bam got taken out of some of these games by Rob Williams. I think Rob was huge in in Milwaukee as well as Miami. So they've proven they can win without those guys on on one given night. But for a full seven game slate, it'll be tough to kind of. In this series, at least,
0: I think break glass in case of emergency. If Daniel Tice plays like big minutes, I'm not really that worried. Because of the size. No, I of the think size. this is
1: a more favorable series for him, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, it's exciting. I I just think this is a dream matchup for the NBA. I mean, it's oh, a yeah. matchup people have wanted for the last, like, five, six years. Um, the
1: ratings are going to crush. I mean, there's absolutely no way they don't.
0: Yeah. So. Unless
1: everybody's flopping all over the place in mean. <laughs> or if Scott Foster's in games one, three, five, and 7. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't think this is another thing you could throw into like a not factor as we, we, we wrap up here. Is it good for a league if I see like a national headline that's like Miami and Boston fans panic when they see referee assignment for Game Seven? Like, it, you shouldn't. It should not be good yeah. if fan bases both of them are like, oh my god, that official's doing the game, and like they're worried. If that- I
1: see the name Scott Foster or I see the name Zach Zarba, I know it's gonna be a long night for everybody on the court, but it's gonna be even longer for my ass because I'm sitting there having to watch these guys, and they
0: stink. Stink more than... <laughs> Never mind.
1: <laughs> Whoa! Don't go there.
0: <laughs> go bomb powder, baby. Christian, Christian you got you. Uh, you're gonna. Yeah.
1: It's like sweating bullets in the final three minutes of these games. Yeah, I need some like. Give me some, Get me on one of those Old Spice commercials. You know the say... ones where he's like spraying out armpit sweat. The guy was... from uh, Rocky. <laughs> So yeah, that that, that that could be me. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, I'll get you a finals care package. It'll be some uh, high, you know, uh, high proof grain alcohol. Uh, we'll get you some deodorant. We'll get you some gold bomb powder.
1: <laughs> I'll be good to go if that, if that's the care package for sure.
0: Anything else? Anything else you need for your game day stress I relief?
1: Some, uh, I might need some snacks.
0: Some snacks.
1: throw some snacks there.
0: Did you ever eat the kashi I got you?
1: Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, it's not a top five cereal, don't get me wrong, but it's okay. good. Yeah,
0: we'll have to redraft. Our, we'll have to revisit our top ten cereals.
1: Yeah, we'll have to go over this food stuff again because baseball's right around the corner.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to talk about, but we get two more weeks of uh, NBA basketball. So, anywho, uh, that's gonna do it here for us on the show. My voice is just about shot. I yeah, feel, I was gonna say. I feel the coughing fit. It yeah, was coming off here. So. Uh, That is going to do it for the show here tonight. Thank you for joining us here live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. If you missed the live show, you can rewatch it on any of those platforms. Or you can catch us as a podcast through Sounder FM or wherever you get your podcasts from. Thank you for listening, folks. We'll catch you next Monday. Have a happy Memorial Day.
1: Do it.